Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dungeon Crawler Network presents Tales of Tamriel. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 94 of Tales of Tamriel. I'm your host, Jealous, and by popular demand, the new, you know, member of our host is the little milk drinker himself, and he's here. Ready? You ready to do a show? Mommy's trying to make funny faces, and it is just not working. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't have anything to say until the PvP side of things, I guess. So, right now he's playing with a bottle, and he really likes that. So, <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show, guys. I am Jealous, as I said, and with me this afternoon, as always, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Avi Optimal. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing really good, man. Ready to talk some thieves guild. The little guy just beat his head with this bottle. <laughs> what what was that thing you said you always had PVP meathead? Yep. Yeah. Well, that's that's the little one. Yeah. Aren't I? Yeah. Eat him Showing up. everybody what he's gonna do to the Dominion. That's right. <laughs> like this bottle is the Dominion. This bottle's the Dominion. I will throw it and smash it. Yep. That's the little boy. Uh, before we get going, want to do a little special shout out to a couple fans of the show. Uh, I'm going to try to pronounce it, and they gave me the pronunciation guide. I'm terrible at this. Uh, um, Corvain Tirna Rahil, that's what it is, and his fiance Taiki from the Guild Crystal Shards on the US Mega Server. Thank you so much, guys, for um, supporting the show, listening to us each week, and uh, really excited. Congratulations on the impending nuptials. Maybe you'll get a little milk drinker like this soon. Oh, too far. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. And also, this episode is brought to you guys by our awesome fans who support us on Patreon over at patreon.com slash Dungeon Crawler Network. If you're currently not supporting us but really wish to help us out, 
Um, this guy needs onesies like crazy because he grows. No, I'm just <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he grows like a Nord. Like, this guy is massive. He's just a massive boy. Um, but yeah, obviously, if you can't uh, donate to us, um, supporting us on our YouTube, leaving us a like, uh, subscribe to the channel, iTunes review, all of that helps us out so much, and we really do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. All right, before we get in game news, Avi, what have you been doing this week? Anything fun? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've just been mostly playing Dragon Age and uh, getting ready to play some Shadow of Mordor and other games, but sadly I have not been playing any ESO. I've been really wanting to, but I'm just, my graphics just bum me out so much ever since playing on the PS4, and man, I, I really need to start working on getting a new computer so I can get back into ESO on the PC, because every time I play on the PS4, I just miss all of my characters so much. You know, yep. so. Oh yeah, I agree. I mean, you've been used to the uh, the nice graphics now, so it's affected me definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. As you can see on the screen right now, my character standing outside a gaping chasm, but I have it all on like max, and it, it's quite nice. I mean, I I can yeah. understand. I have a a laptop upstairs. That I can get on to the game, but it looks really, really, really bad. So. It looks like a, it looks like a painting. I wish that's, it looks. That's, that's, what mine, that's what mine looks like. Mine looks like everything was painted with a nice brush and dabbed on everywhere. And you're like, oh well, it, it works. It works for what you're doing, I guess. But once you get spoiled by the better graphics, that you're just like. Oh. I didn't know things shine. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, well, I did a few things this week because I finally got back in and playing the game um, quite a bit. I first and foremost um, made a VR sixteen legendary bow to go on my car- my uh, my Templar. Um, nice. What style did you make it? Merc mercenary. Nice. Very nice. I like mercenary stuff. Other than the swords, I, I don't really care for those. Um, so I'm still using the glass great sword, but um, so now I have three weapons on my character because I got enough skill points to, to do that. Um, I wanted to have a bow for certain fights. <laughs> fights where I don't have to be, or I only have to be ranged for a little bit, the dual wield works well enough, but they've increased some of the bow recently. And it, I don't know, I just feel like some fights where, like, you literally cannot be close, it's so hard to do with, um, with, with the dual wield, because there's no way to gain ultimate. Not, not naturally. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's the only problem. Like, I don't find Hidden Blade to be an issue, like, in terms of damage. That's not the problem. It's generating ultimate. Um, so when I'm, if I can't get close and get a hit every, what is it, eight seconds to keep the, uh, the ultimate buff going, then it, it, it doesn't work that well for me. Um, yeah, for, for range, you know, the bow is really our only option to go when we're doing with our stamina build, so yeah. it's yeah. understandable. Yeah, at least four if you have to be ranged the entire time. Um, right. If you only have to go range for a little bit, 
that's fine if it's under like 10 seconds or if you can even just get in get a hit and go back out that's fine but if it's extended it's just it's not it just doesn't work all that well um so that i i did that um i did some pvp uh to try to try to get caltrops i'm close but I really just do not enjoy PvP that much. I just, I don't. So it's very hard for me to actually get in there and do anything because I don't enjoy, enjoy the um, PvP. No, no, I, I'm not saying it's not good. It's just PvP is, I have to be in a certain mood for it. And I just am not right now. And I don't know why. I'm just not. Um, before I continue, I want to say uh, welcome to the chat room. So thank you so much for showing up, chat room. Um, you guys are awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, what else did I do other than that? I redid my character build a little bit. I didn't actually like respec or anything because I didn't need to. But what I did was I got rid of biting jabs, which you think. Well, I was kind of hesitant about it, but I got rid of Biting Jabs as primary attack and started using Wrecking Blow. Um, oh, okay. How's that working for you? Um, I'm not really seeing a DPS increase, but I'm not seeing a decrease either. Let me explain where I'm at with this. I started doing the what seems to be pretty popular right now, which is the um, the weaving of heavy attacks with Wrecking Blow. Um, I've noticed I've gotten about the same damage. I'm sitting somewhere in the 12 to 13k DPS range, um, which is what I was getting with the biting jazz. But my sustain is so much higher because I'm I'm regenerating stamina each and every time I do a heavy attack. Um, I I know I can get my DPS a little higher. I just got to get the weave correct because the timing on wrecking blow is different than the timing on biting jabs um so i got i gotta work on that a little bit but i've not noticed a dps increase or decrease other than i have better sustain now so i don't run out of stamina so therefore in theory i have longer lasting deep like dps is the same but it doesn't drop off when i run out of stamina because i don't run out of stamina so it, it's working it's working for me Sorry. Yeah, definitely. If it's producing the same DPS and you're saving some stamina, then hey, that's a plus right there. Right. It, it's. I just got to get the wrecking blow. I was kind of worried about the the lack of um, procs of, of burning. Well, let me. Oh, I'm not on my Templar right now. I was worried about the procs of burning light passive, which is an Adric skill ability where every time you use a a Adric skill ability, there's a chance that you do magic damage. It, it, and that actually was for a very long time a very large portion of of our DPS was from burning light. Um, when you're not using that, you lose out on it. And it, I don't know. I was worried, but the fact that my DPS has remained the same, um, but I I have better sustain now. I don't. I guess uh, I don't see too much of an issue if if you think about it. So. And oh, yeah, uh, definitely. welcome to the chat, Setsua. So, you know, I'm, I'm just playing with it because, I don't know. I Well, we'll get into some news later that we want to talk about 
um, that kind of pushed my decision for this to, to test it out to try to get better at it because there might not be an option later on. I'm being cryptic, but I want you to listen to the rest of the show. So um, let's go ahead and get right into news because that's about the, the extent of my game time. Um, I'll let everyone know where I get next week. So hopefully a little further, maybe a little bit more in the PvP line because I'm so close to Caltrops. I just can't force myself to actually do anything with Caltrops. So. No, I, I'm right there with you. I think uh, PvP has gotten a little easier for me now that I'm healing because I'm just, I'm just healing. So yeah. it's been working out a little better, better for me, a little less frustrating. My my big issue with PvP is I'm not set up for PvP. But I mean that really. Ooh, I just got a crafting motif to Emeraxis. Nice. Are um, you using your PVE gear? Pretty much, you're not switching anything out. I'm not um, because. Okay my skill because i'm so much into crafting i don't have a lot of skill points to go around so i i i I can't have tons of stuff on a character because i have over 120 points in in crafting um because that's the type of gameplay i enjoy um so yeah i'm running around in pve gear pvp build setup so i have very low health because i mean in, in pve you don't need you only need a certain amount of health to avoid aoe attacks right um, PvP is different. You need there's a completely different meta setup, and I'm not running it. So I get crushed if I'm not with a group of people. I get even with a, if I am with a group of people, I get crushed. But at least when I'm with people, I can kind of hide behind someone else and just stab people. Um, I know <clears throat> that's kind of what I do, but yeah, it is what it is. Um. But I think that's probably why I don't enjoy PvP as much because it it's not a fun experience because I'm not set up correctly and it's no one else's fault but my own like because I'm not set up that way. But then again, I'm not a PvP player. I'm in there to get an ability that I need and a few skill points. So I'm just grinding stuff out right now. Um, if my build was different, um, I would I would probably be a little better if anyone actually has a Templar build that they run for both PvP and PVE, preferably stamina. I would really love to see it. Um, and if if you don't have something like that, I would like to just see your PvP builds that are stamina, because uh, maybe if I got a few more skill points, I could look at adopting something like that. Because I I would like to get into that aspect of the game. It's just. Right now, it's not an enjoyable experience because I know I, I know I'm not set up. It's kind of like going into a raid when you're not, you know, you're VR 16 wearing VR 1 gear. You know you're going to get crushed. Yeah, definitely. You you just know it, you know, or any of the vet dungeons. It's just not optimally set up, um, and and that's my own fault. But hopefully, I can change that up and make it so that I can do a little bit of everything and uh, get a little further on. Um, all right, first bit of news. I'm going to start with the stuff that is I found later. It's not really super amazing, but it, it's actually good for the game. Um, recent news article voted or not voted. It was shown that uh, ESO was the ninth most downloaded game on the PlayStation Store in 2005, besting out games such as Bloodborne, Rocket League, Arkham Knight, and The Phantom Pain. ESO Plus subscription was the third highest selling add-on. So 
congrats ESO for um, how well you're doing on the PlayStation market. Yeah, it's pretty awesome passing up Rocket League. You know, Rocket League's very popular right now. So, which I. I I mean, I don't get those kind of games, but that's me as personality. It's, it's, it's pretty fun. I won't, I won't lie. It's pretty fun. <laughs> All right. But, so, so you are uh, currently playing it and enjoying it? No, I, I, I've played maybe two rounds of it. It's, okay. It's fun to play with friends, but when I don't have friends with me, you know, and I don't have too many friends on the PlayStation, I'm kind of a loner. Aww. But Well, it sounds like you need to give out your, uh, your name like right now and see if you get some friends. And just... I'll be optimal. There you everywhere, go. Everywhere, guys, add me. Now, people have been adding me, and uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've, I, I've really, I have a pretty big friends list. So thanks to everybody who's been adding me. I've just been so stuck in these single-player games, right? Like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna get, a, I'm gonna go and be social soon. I promise. I promise, guys. I didn't forget about you. Um, nice. Uh, James in chat says, I think for stamina, every spot is wrecking blow. <laughs> you know, I know that he wrote that as a jest, but in reality, I don't think that's that far off. It's wrecking blow, wrecking blow, wrecking blow. I really don't think it's that far off. So, <sighs> sad state of PvP there, I guess. So, I don't know. All right. Well, again, um,. Elder Scrolls Online, ninth most downloaded game in 2015. So congratulations to Zoss and uh, the PlayStation players. I'm a little surprised at that entire thing, though, because we were talking earlier how the, at least in Skyrim, I should say, I should preface this by saying the Skyrim player base was a little different. It was Xbox that was further or had more uh people in it than than playstation playstation was actually kind of the runner-up if you will I, I believe i believe oblivion 2 and i think morrowind first first released on the xbox way before they put it on the playstation 3 so i wonder if xbox I'll... xbox has always been sort of their their go-to for bethesda and the elder scrolls so well that was when xbox probably had more power and we all know that right now that's not the case. Um, but also, I think a lot of that might have been because Xbox had a lot of the exclusives. Or at least not the exclusives. The They got all the DLC first. Yeah, I remember that. There was Definitely. a lot of controversy over that. I know our friends over at uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record, since they do every Elder Scrolls game, not just, not just ESO... Um, Back when it was Skyrim off the record, there was a lot of controversy about Xbox getting all of the DLC first, even before PC, even before you know PlayStation. Every single thing they got before, um, and that became an issue uh, later on. Oh yeah, I remember hearing everybody talking about Dawn Guard, and then we find and well, what was the other one, Dragonborn? And I was like, man, I still don't even have Beach yet. I'm still patiently waiting. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I for that, and I know it wasn't it wasn't a, a negligible amount of time either. You know, not like it was like a week or something. It was months ahead, if I remember yeah, correctly. It, it was it was a long time. I, I I had to avoid the internet because I didn't want people spoiling the story for me. It was long and it was that long. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured. I knew it was. 
you know, like a weekend or something isn't something that, well, I shouldn't say most people. Uh, most people wouldn't complain about, like, oh, they get DLC, like, two or three days ahead of time. whoop the frickin do um, You know, it's, it's three days, right? But I know it was a significant amount of time that it actually became, you know, this just isn't cool. That it, it's such a long time, but I know the Xbox One suffers a lot from the fact that they were talking big about how much power they had and then it turns out when they released the specs it was just terrible compared to um you know, playstation uh four like it's so, by a significant so, uh, amount don don guard released for the xbox 360 on june 2012 it released on the playstation 3 february 2013 oh that's like eight months yeah that's what the wiki says. Yeah, that's that's extensive. That's a, a very long time to go without, um, um, well, without you know playing the game. I can imagine a lot of people have been like, it's just easier to go out and buy a freaking Xbox than it is yeah, to wait exactly. eight months. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, even now when DLC comes out, it's only what. Uh, for ESO, the difference is about a week. I think uh, it is. A, I think it's about a day, actually. Is it? I think um, Imper- uh, Orsinium just released one day before it was Xbox and then PlayStation. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. No. The. Uh, I think it's the PC side that's a little further ahead by like a month or two. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, PC for sure. But I mean. And we get it on PTS. So. Well, yeah, we get it earlier there. Oh, kind of off topic, but in the in the thing right now, I hate this puzzle because you have to line it up, and I can't remember what it is to to figure out how to do this puzzle to get it all aligned. Oh, I hate this puzzle. Art or uh, Avi, you can help me with this one. I'm trying. I'm trying to see where are you. It's I'm doing the quest uh, qu- uh, quarry quandrum. It's in. Hold on, where am I at? I am in the Greystone Quarry. Um, you're in Rothgar, you're attempting to activate a Dwemer device, like one of the Dwemer star spheres or whatever they're called, where, you know, you, you line them up and you have to get them all to line up. And I know you have to hit them in a certain pattern. I just can't remember what it is, but yeah, I'm stealing stuff at the moment. Uh, while, while we're thinking about that, let's go ahead and move on to the next little bit, which is the Thieves Guild first look, hence the uh, title of this episode, which is Khajiit Like to Sneak, because Khajiit do like to sneak. Uh, I do want to say that last week we were talking about this for a while, and I know I know we were a little confused with some of it, um, with the whole Abba's Landing, Hughes Bend. It, it actually turns out that uh, Abba's Landing is the um, the the city within the zone. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know it was just a city, but it, it kind of makes sense, you know. Kind of like Dragon Star being in Craglorn, so. Right. Oh yeah, no, it it is interesting. So. Um, but I guess we'll go through this list and we'll just chat about it. I'll just go down and uh, we'll just talk about each thing. 
Joining the uh, iconic Thieves Guild for the first time in ESO, I know this is something in my in my eyes, and I know Avi same way that it's just bringing back the tropes of of um, the Elder Scrolls games, making it feel more like an Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, it, it, it was weird not having the Thieves Guild and hardly even having the Thieves Guild mentioned throughout all of the storylines, if mentioned at all. So I'm I'm really excited to get into some Thieves Guild. They're adding a lot of cool new things, new passives to make it a lot more fun, make it harder for you to be detected. And, you know, the, the better thief you are, the more stuff you're going to get. So Right. Well, that and and that rolls right into it. the The Thieves Guild line, which is something that I, I'm kind of surprised at, it's all going to be passives. There's not going to be any active skills. Any thoughts? Um, I, I think that's pretty cool. Like I said, you know, they're they're just trying to make it make you more of a better thief. I can't really think of what kind of abilities they deal with the use that wouldn't affect the Nightblade style abilities, like becoming invisible for a short amount of time or. It's mostly going to be things like muffle, you know, easier to be easier to not get pickpocketed because you can sneak and not be seen, or maybe like a deeper shadow. You know how when you sneak, you get kind of cloaked with a shadow. Right. Your shadow's a little darker, or they can implement the whole if it's nighttime, you're a lot harder to be seen. All, all, just a whole bunch of different passives and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't really think of too many, uh, too many abilities they'd actually be able to put in that would fit. Hmm. That wouldn't affect the Nightblade's the Nightblade the eh, the Nightblade uh, class, right? Hmm. I don't know, it just was interesting to me that it was all passives. I wonder what the Dark Brotherhood's going to bring if they're actually going to have actives or not. No, that's that's a good question. I'm I'm kind of thinking it might be a lot more passives, but it's it, I guess it all goes with what they're going to add with the Dark Brotherhood because it seems like the Thieves Guild's really just getting a new zone. And who knows how much of this zone is actually going to be based, you know, is it all going to be completely Thieves Guild stuff? Or is it just going to be kind of like another another zone with another great story? The Dark Brotherhood can come with, I don't know, a whole nother, a whole nother play style where they, where they uh, give us out a whole bunch of new abilities and a whole bunch of new different ways to play, like the Mage's Guild abilities and stuff like that, so really just how they're gonna put it in the game and implement it right um i know you just spoke about the zone they're adding the new zone which is called hughes bend um hughes bane sorry and abba's landing is the town in there i I know they talked about and i think it's in the interview we're going to talk about in a little bit that um one of the things that they're doing is that the thieves guild is is not going to take part only in Hughes Bend and uh, hey single malt and Arkin you're in chat. Sorry I didn't see it till just now. Welcome to the chat room, guys. Glad you guys are with us. Um, uh, they're they're gonna jump us around all over the place, which is which is I, I like neat. that. Yeah, they're 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 bringing back all the old zones, making them feel alive a little bit, which is something I think I've asked, kind of asked for on a show before. So I'm happy to see that. You know. Anything with replayability. Yeah, give us reason to go back and look at the old areas that we probably haven't played in a long time. I mean, I don't know the last time my my Estelle character has been to an EP zone. So, 
she'll finally get to go back to her start her starting grounds. Right. It's been a while, right? <laughs> Unless yeah, I'm actually. I think the only EP zone that I actually frequent a good bit is uh, the Rift, and that's only because whenever I craft new gear for myself, I need to go to the crafting station in the Rift because yep. that's where Hundig's range is. Yep. I'm, I'm the exact same. It's close. It's close to the bank. Everything's right next to each other. It's just a very convenient place for crafting. So, right. I, I do the same thing. Um, we're gonna talk about this a little bit later in one of the other ones. So I'm just gonna touch on these ones briefly. But they're adding a new 12-player trial, the Mall of Lorcage, formidable new group bosses and delves, which I kind of, I really liked how they did it in Rothgar. I really hope they continue with that setup. Uh, addition of new criminal activities and unique costumes, motifs, and sets inspired by the Devious Thieves Guild. That's in the actual Thieves Guild DLC patch. And then, of course, the base game patch has uh, the 64-bit client coming, which is exciting. Um, improvements to grouping, including incentives and cross-alliance grouping outside of grouping tool. Thank you, sweet baby Talos. Yes, my DC characters are coming back to life. I, I know we can uh, during our during our event nights and stuff like that. At least for dungeons and stuff for pledges, we can go with anybody now. So you know our friends in in the Wings of Fate Guild. Uh, I know Amanda Gray since she keeps saying about having her DC character. Well, now she'll finally be able to run dungeons with us because well, it, she can play on her DC even though we're on our EP characters. So. That's definitely going to be a little bit exciting for me. I'm, ex- I, I, I'm excited for it. I think we're, we've all been asking for it, so it's good that they gave it to us. Absolutely. Especially uh, after all the new implements, all the new things they've been doing with the grouping tool. Yeah. Everybody's just been like, well, we want this now if you're going to give us that. So, hey, good job with us. Um, I'm probably going to touch back on some of these things. Uh, scrolling combat text is another one, which is really exciting. Um, but they kind of were touched on a lot more in a very specific article, which I'm going to touch on from MMORPG.com. Uh, so I'm going to hop over to that part of the news now because I think that actually is a little bit more interesting. <laughs> Sweet baby Talos. That's, uh, that's in chat right now. I think that should be a thing. Sweet baby Talos. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to do my whole spiel, which is Sweet baby not yet born Talos. <laughs> that's how you say it. Ark and in chat says, Woot, now I don't have to worry about uh, faction to level on the EU side. Yeah, at least for dungeons. Yeah, uh, I, feel the same, I feel the same way about on PlayStation, you know? It's like I have my EP character, and now I can just focus on him because he can, he can play with anybody when it comes to dungeons. Right. I'm all about that. I'm with oh. you, Ark. And, and, and as, as we said, this, I, I do want to push this out, that this is only for dungeons. Yeah. Uh, I don't want anyone to go, oh, now we can go ahead and level in, in a... No, you can't. This is only for dungeons. So please be aware of that um, before getting too excited. I mean, excitement's awesome, but let's, let's, not, let's not go crazy here. Um, all right. Mall of Lorcage, the 12-person trial, will feature the level scaling. 
that the other zones have, so you are and how dungeons work. So you'll be able to scale these trials to pretty much the lowest person in your group, if you so desire. However, the leaderboards only work for VR sixteen. I find that fair, right? Me too. Yeah, they're following the uh, Maelstrom Arena. I yeah. guess Maelstrom Arena went really, really well, so they went. Oh, let's just keep keep that going, you know. <laughs> Arcaneer, is there anything else left to do other than dungeons? Good point. Um, there were, I'm, that's where I have the most fun. I do enjoy the dungeons in this game. They are incredibly good. Um, they are they are just really really good, and and I'm glad that they are now allowing us to you know go with you know we're a multi faction guild. And it is very annoying when we do our pledge nights that it only can be people on EP or whatever group we do. Now when we do pledge nights, everyone can come, which is awesome. We can finally play with the ESOTR guys, too, since they all went Dominion right in the beginning and made that mistake. So <laughs> I think most of them are now DC. They all switched. I don't, I don't, I don't blame them for that. I mean, it's better than AD, but it's not EP. (laughs) You know. Blood for the pact. Blood for the pact. That's right. Um, uh, Someone in chat asked about console guilds. Um, Honestly, anytime anyone asks me about a console guild, I point them over to the Elder Scrolls Off the Record players. Because, I mean, I'm part of their guild on the PC side as well. They they have a large enough community that a lot of their listeners were on console, not just PC. Um, so uh, if you want to, you can tweet out to them at Elder Scroll E E S O T R Guilds is the Twitter. Just ask for an invite on consoles. They have one for the Xbox and the PlayStation Four. Uh, the Dungeon Crawler Network only has a PC guild. But I, I do want to say we do have a community page on the PlayStation 4 run by Sunny Black. So if you ever yes. do want to join the community page, you can and just put a message in there saying you're looking for some people to play with. They can add you on your friends list and you know you guys can meet that way too. You know, that's how I've met a lot of a lot of good people through that community page. So it works really well. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you for reminding me about that. Um, yeah. I'm part of the community page, but I don't even have a PlayStation 4. I have it for my PS3. So I do get to chat in there once in a while, but yeah. Um, yeah. It is what it is. Ar- Ar- Ark says, blood for the pact and covenant. I, 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 can't, I can't disagree. Uh, I, I, I guess that's the most political correct statement we can go with here. Um, but definitely not AD. No. No. You can't do anything AD. They're terrible. I love how active the chat room is today. It's great. All right, next up. Added new criminal activities such as trespassing. Criminal mischief including forgery, vandalism, and bounty pardons. Um, We were talking before this. Now you're going to get in trouble whenever you walk into a building and the people are screaming, Get out of here! You know, it's it's really funny because I've always ran out so fast when I hear people say that because I'm so used to Skyrim where you're going to get a bouncy in literally like 20 seconds. I, I've never, I've always ran out. I never knew I can just stick around in their house and go, no, I'm still going to steal all of your guys' stuff. It's not like you're following me or anything. Now, they so. were saying on this, one of the things, whenever you're doing something that would be considered an illicit activity, 
you will be notified via your HUD, your heads-up display, that what you are doing is considered illegal and trespassing. So you'll know when you're doing one of these said activities. Um, so that should that should help. You know, it's kind of like the 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 HUD activity for when you're hidden, going you're hidden, you're not hidden. So right, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You'll, you'll know when you're doing something bad. Um, forgery, vandalism, etc. That, that, I'm glad they're adding these in because it does remind me of the what they were called Radiant Quest in Skyrim. But yep. the, the Thieves Guild things that had you go over and like forge a, a ledger or something like that. or You know, those types of quests. I'm glad they're bringing them in because, you know, as much as people say they hate dailies... And whether or not you hate dailies or you don't, that's one thing. But Radiant Quest and Skyrim were essentially dailies. Because they, they just popped up, you know? The same with several of the Dark Brotherhood marks. They were called Radiant Quests that just appeared. And if you did them, they just gave you money. Which I'm, I'm glad they're adding something like this into the game. And once again, it's another way to bring the old zones back to life because they can go, if we need you to go to the East March, go to Windhelm and forge something and they're in. And you get right. to go all the way back to East, East March and it gives you a reason to go back to the old zones again. Yep, and, you, and it wouldn't be much work in terms of actual, like, you wouldn't have to scale up mobs or anything like that because you're doing thief abilities. If you get caught, you fail the mission. Yep, exactly. That's how it goes. Yeah, I mean that that's awesome. I'm actually glad that they're doing something like that. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. For Thieves Guild skill line, we're adding all new passabilities. The focus of this line is to improve your tool set as a thief. The easier it is for you to escape the law or reduce being noticed during criminal activities, the easier it is to be a successful thief. A really good example of this would be what they're calling clemency, clemency, which is the ability to sweet-talk your way out being arrested by a guard for a limited amount of time. I like I like that. it. Yep. So so I was thinking, do you think the reason that they're doing the only passives is so they don't lock out abilities to people who don't have the DLC? Since this is only part of, you know, only part for people who buy the DLC so if they didn't they'd be locked out of certain abilities and attacks which would mm. kind of suck for them you know I hadn't thought about it like that but it does make sense um now I'm, I'm just trying to think about it. the thing that would really kind of disturb me is if this is how they're going to continue this route because who doesn't like getting new abilities? I mean, I do, right? Like, maybe adding something else to break up the current meta. You know, the current PvP meta for stamina, which is just Wrecking Blow. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, I mean, when you add new abilities, you do add the ability for things to change. And if... I don't know, if, if you're not... If they just do passives, how will that affect anything? Well, my first thought was that the abilities were just going to be in the game patch and the new zone was going to be something that you had to buy the DLC for, like Rothgar. But since it's only passives, they can put it all into the DLC. So maybe if they start putting more abilities in, they'll just have to put that into the game patch 
instead so they don't lock people out. I mean, it looks like that's kind of the route they're going for is don't don't lock out abilities for players. Right. Even though we have to PvP for cow drops, but hey. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, PvP for cow drops. I, you know, it, I'm glad you brought that up because it, it does make sense why they would do something like that. It's just, I kind of hope that for future things they don't. Especially like Dark Brother. I really think there should be abilities with Dark Brotherhood. Yeah, no, I agree. Definitely. Mm. Can't think of, I can't think of too many. Uh, like I said, one of the things with the Thieves Guild is I just can't think of what kind of abilities that they would put in that wouldn't affect the... You know, if you have these sneaky abilities from the Thieves Guild, and it's like, well, that takes away from my Nightblade character because now I can just do sneaky stuff on my Templar. So it's, that's always been one thing I was kind of thinking about. But with Dark Brotherhood, man, they can do a whole bunch of sinister, you know, necromancer-style abilities and a whole bunch of kills whole bunch of cool stuff so right right there's a lot they can do with that yeah but it's a big difference in thieves guild 64 bit client is coming and um this should help a lot with a lot of the crashing or stuttering and 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 frame rate loss um but i do want to mention to some people like who thought that the 64 bit would help with lag in like cyrodiil there is a difference between server lag and like gpu lag and stuff like that um the 64-bit client will allow you to use more cores and not be limited to four gigs of ram so the 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 client will run a lot better but it's not going to help with like cyrodiil lag in any way other than maybe your frame rates won't drop so you'll have good frame rates but you're still gonna see people rubber banding around and things like that i just I know some people were mentioning to me earlier that, oh, with the 64-bit client, this should fix lag issues in Cyrodiil. No, this will just fix some performance issues with how the game runs on PC um, but or on your client. But it's not actually going to help with that. That's something on the server side. So I just wanted to get that out there. This is a good thing. But it's not going to be the miracle come all fix everything that some people are thinking it's going to be. Right. Um, one thing I know they actually mentioned, which I think is really cool, is I was thinking we'd have to re-download the entire game. Um, again, just to download 64-bit, because I know that's what I had to do with Guild Wars 2 uh, when they released their 64-bit client. But it looks like the patcher is just going to allow you to, if you're able to download the patch, it's just going to allow you to patch it from the patcher without having to download the entire game again. At least that's what it's saying right now. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's convenient. Yeah, so you're not going to have to re-download all 30 gigs again. So that's always a plus. Even though I was kind of looking forward to doing it now that I got the good internet and I wanted to see how long it would take, <laughs> but... Now they just removed my ability to need to do it. So, I guess that's how that goes. (sighs) One of the things that I know both of us, we called last episode, but I'm really excited. Silver and gold zones are going to be unlocked. Meaning 
that once a player hits VR1, they will automatically unlock access to the two alliances' worth of content, and they can progress through them in any order that they wish. We asked for this last episode. Like, literally last week we talked about this. Yeah, now we get to all skip the AD zones. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, this, this is awesome, you know. And they're even saying that they're going to make a lot of the prizes that you get in these zones a lot more worth it and more valuable, which is it's just awesome. It's going to be a whole new experience. It is. And, and, and they've, really, they've really opened up the world now. The game, like, I know the game is... is the one to fifty is is one to fifty, right? Your home alliance, but after that, the game is closer to like Witcher three, which I mean, I, if you really think about it, it is kind of like open world, like Witcher three or Skyrim or anything like that, because your your alliance zone is is that first thing, the prison scene, um, to a certain extent. I mean, it, I'm just trying to give an analogy. I know it's a little longer than all of that, but it's still. You do your 1 to 50, you get that main story done, but then you can choose where you want to go. You're no longer forced as AD or uh, Ebonheart Pack to go to Daggerfall Covenant. I could go to um, uh, Amar Dominion first. You know? Like, that's that's really, really cool. Like, it's a really, really neat thing that they just did. And I'm guessing it's going to be like Rothgar, where pretty much everything is VR 16, and you just kind of, they kind of scale the U up to them. As of right now, I think it's going to remain the same as it was. I don't think anything like that's going to change. Um, so, like, they'll probably, at this point, they'll probably still have it the way it is when Thieves Guild comes out. So, like, you know, Glen Umbra's VR 1, and, um, uh, uh, what's the first Oradon is VR5 but we all know that the mobs aren't that difficult anymore yeah that's true so like you can choose but I think they're preparing it this way especially for when they remove the VR ranks with the Dark Brotherhood because then you're not going to have that oh yeah that that makes sense okay yeah so Definitely. Um, Single Malt says too bad just finished gold on Friday I'm, I just started gold, so I finished silver already, so this really doesn't affect me much either. But it's it's still neat if you did an other character. I don't... I Like, on my ult, I don't have to go through one zone again. Like, since most of my characters are Ebonheart packed, I could now break it up a little bit. Like, do one going, oh, I'm doing AD on this one first. That way, because I just did the whole DC zone, I don't want to do it again so soon. Man, I have four characters that have, that have done silver, their silver and gold. Oh man, I would probably right, so would. I enjoyed it. I would be further along if I didn't wait to play with my wife for everything. Um, now, but then I would just not enjoy the game as much. And, uh, and you and you take your time with the quests and I enjoy do. them. My my other three characters just skip through dialogue and spam through zones to get XP. So. Yeah. It was a lot fa- it was a lot faster than say my 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 Avi the Optimist character which I took so much time with in all the zones. I'm I'm the same way. Like right now I'm playing Rothgar on my alt. I am purposely not reading any quests because I haven't done it on my main yet to listen to the entire story. I don't want to, you know, ruin it for myself, but Are it, you doing the main the main storyline in Rothgar? Nope. 
I'm just okay. running around. Everything else? Yeah. Okay. I'm just running around doing stuff for the stream. I don't... I just go from point to point and see what I can find. Um, but man, he, you, still, you still don't know the big bang at the end, man. I uh, know. It's killing it's gonna me. Be, it's going to be exciting for you. It's killing me. I'm so far behind. That's how, that's how, that's how I felt every time somebody was like, Oh, you got you can't wait to see Star Wars, man. It's gonna be amazing for you. I'm like, oh, I just want to see it already. I still haven't seen it, and even the people I, at work who are not geeks at all, like me, have seen it, and I haven't yet. And they're like, so when are you gonna see it? So we talk about it. I'm like, I hate all of you, just all I, of I you. Just, I, I just went and saw it, but don't worry, I'm I'm a spoiler free kind of guy. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 dying to see it at this point, but with the little one, it's like, how can I? Yeah. Um, until it like comes out on video because you know I can't go to the theaters with uh, him right that's now because that's, that's a shame. Yeah, that's that's the only way to see this movie, man. I know it I, is theater worthy. Unless there was a way I could guarantee that nobody else was going to be there. Like I showed up one on like, a work day <laughs> at like nine in the morning. There's I'm I'm I can't risk having a little kid, you know, being upset. I mean, he's a great baby, but if he isn't happy, he lets you know. Yeah, that, that that makes you a good parent. There's nothing worse than a parent who takes their kid, their 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 newborn to a movie theater. Yeah, it's like he's not gonna he's not gonna enjoy it because he doesn't know what's going on. So all he wants to do is play. What am I supposed to say? Shut up and sit down for two hours? Yeah, <laughs> you definitely. Know? It, it just doesn't work that way. So, eh. Eh, eh. All right, moving on. Um, ba, 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 ba. Prioritization of animations. Now, this one is one of the things I said earlier why I was starting to play with the Wrecking Blow. Um, does this mean animation canceling is fixed? Now, they went on to say, we wanted to make sure or make it more clear which attacks players are using while preserving the responsiveness and feel of the combat system. The goal is that if an ability is successful, the players should be able to see it impact or launch in case of projectiles under the new system. We are prioritizing the impact launch of the first attack over the first few milliseconds of the wind-up of inter- uh, of the windup of the interrupting second attack. <sighs> so people are thinking this means that animation canceling sticks. Well, this or... is just it. They came on the forum and said no, this will not affect animation canceling. But in my mind, and I know a lot of other people are going, how? Like if you guys are essentially forcing us to go through an animation. Even if you shorten the animation, you're removing animation canceling, right? I mean, I think it's a good, good pattern if you're shorten the animation, but they're they're saying this will not not remove animation canceling as a uh, um, a necessary part of the game. Um, and animation canceling is definitely more necessary. Well, I'm not a huge PvPer, but um, for PvE dungeons and stuff like that, especially the higher-end stuff, it is a necessity. A 100% necessity that if you're not doing it, you are losing massive amounts of DPS. Definitely. Um, by not doing animation canceling. It, it's just massive amounts. 
And this is what's made you switch from uh, biting jabs to wrecking blow? Yeah, I wanted to see um, the difference between the two to see if if they if they're working the same cuz I'm still not getting the the animation canceling correct and I'm doing yeah. as much DPS with better uh, sustain. So I'm I'm starting to think that this is this is the, the, the right way like for me to go. I might be wrong. I don't know. And we'll have to wait and see how the animation, this animation thing works. Because I, I know I'm going to... Um, I'm definitely going to hop on the PTS and play with the animation canceling like first thing. Like That's the very first thing I'm going to be playing with. Because this is something that I've been, been working on trying to figure out. And, you know, I want to know if this is, is going to affect me at all. Definitely. Makes perfect sense. But I don't, I don't know. Like, it may, it may not. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. And I know some people are even questioning that, going, how will it not affect animation canceling if you're prioritizing the animations? You know? It's true, yeah. It's very true. I, I don't know. I really don't have a clue whatsoever about this one. But um, that's about it, Avi. That's all the yeah. news we got. Yeah, it was uh, most, mostly Thieves Guild news for us this week. And so I'm so excited about it, though. Hey, it's all, it's all we got, but it's a lot of good, you know? Oh, yeah. They're definitely, they're definitely making this game a lot more Elder Scrolls-y and... I think a lot of people are excited about that. I think, especially with this game, the way it currently is set up, that's the way to keep your player base because they're not doing a wonderful job holding the hardcore MMO crowd, like the Raiders and stuff like that. They're leaving because the trials are just not here. And I mean, the trials were fun. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the trials, and I cannot wait for the newest one. But they went months without getting one, um, and that makes it kind of rough. Now the dungeons are great. Like I, I honestly think a lot of this, a lot of what they've been doing is wonderful, and I still think this is like one of the best MMOs out there, just with so many things. Um, but I don't think the way that they are currently running the game in terms of content release, or at least the content being released, is how I guess I should say that is going to hold the MMO Raiders. They're going to go back to World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy XIV. Or... Oh, yeah. I mean, when's the last time we got a new trial? Craglorn, right? So It's been a very, very long time. Yeah. yeah. It's... Um, PvPers, of course. Another, another thing is PvP is fun, but with the lag and everything that's going on... I you know and these other games that are coming out that are solely PvP. I'm talking uh, Camelot Unchained. I'm talking um, Crowfall. There's a couple of these games that are coming out that are only focused on PvP. The same PvP, you know, the same open world uh, castle siege PvP that ESO has, but their game is completely built around that. And right. from what I've from what I've seen, even in the pre-alphas and and things that I've you know they've shown us, 
you know, with that being the only thing they're focusing on, that is going to be the only thing they're focusing on. So I know a lot of streamers um, who have stopped playing uh, ESO, like Irlix for one. Um, yep, that's right. Stopped playing ESO because the PvP was as bad as it is. I know he's currently streaming and playing Camelot Unchained, and uh, I know they're still in pre-alpha and alpha stages, so they're not ready for release yet. But he's been streaming those games and enjoying those for the type of play that he wants. So, I mean, the PvPers are not really getting what they're after. The only people who you're really holding on to are your diehard Elder Scrolls fans like us, who the more you can make this like an Elder Scrolls game, the more you'll hold on to us, because we're the audience right now that you are really, really holding on to. Yep, and especially group content such as Four Man Dungeons, things like Dragon Star Arena, because hey, all of us, all of us long term Elder Scrolls fans have always wanted Elder Scrolls with friends. Right. And I, I love the MMO side of this game too, and but it's it's easily understandable why people are losing their interest in it when there's other games out there that are just just doing a lot better and making things. Every update's going to be for them and for their PvP, and there's always something more to look forward to. Not like with ESO, you're kind of doing the same thing for months on end, and you might get a whole patch like like this patch, the Thieves Guild coming up, where you really don't get anything for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I really hope that they that they you know they they continue this path. I mean, would I love to see more trials? Because I'm the type of PvE player that I am, absolutely. But unless they get a new trial out every other DLC, you know, every six months or so, I don't think you're going to hold on to the people who who enjoy that type of content, solely that type of content, who are who are here only for that and not any other reason. And I yeah. say that because I'm an Elder Scrolls fan. I'm still here because it's Elder Scrolls. Yeah, they're gonna get a lot of people who come play the trial, do the trial, finish it, finish it to be one of the best people and top on the leaderboards, and then leave and go to a different game until they release another trial. Right. It's not much keeping them thereafter. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, I guess that's it, Avi. Do you have any closing remarks you want to tell anyone where they can find you? All of that fun stuff. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, you can find me pretty much everywhere. Twitter, I'm very active. In game, Steam, PlayStation 4, Aviopmal, A V I O P T I M A L. Um, if you want to join the PlayStation community thing for the Dungeon Crawler Network, just send me a message or send Sunny Black a message if you have her as a friend, and I'll talk to her about maybe making it so I'm able to send requests if I'm not already able to. I don't know. I'll have to learn a little more about that. So. Yeah. Excellent. Um, you can find me in game at Agelos, A G G E L O S, on the US Mega Server. You can find me on Twitter at Agelos underscore W O F on the Twitters. Of course, you can follow the show and the network at Dungeon Crawl Net and at Tales of Tamriel on Twitter. Uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash Tales of Tamriel Podcast. On our website, of course, dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. And finally, YouTube.com slash Dungeon Crawler Network, where you can see us go live. You can see me play games because I've been streaming quite a bit more 
because I have the good interwebs now. Yay, yay, yay. And, of course, you can contact the show through any of those means and, of course, through email at contact at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we cannot wait to see you in Tamriel. See you, everybody. Bye. Night, everyone. A serpent lights the ancient sky and red of tainted stars. Evil stirs and in its wake the souls of mortals sway. And so. So